Welcome to season four of Business Basics. You're on the mic with Dr. Ace, the global mentor coach. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow your business. I hope you've been enjoying the reboot of my podcast and have learned some valuable information. Sometimes the best way to learn is by seeing what not to do. This season, we're going to revisit more episodes from the past while learning some key business basics. In this episode, I cut to the chase and expose the NFL and other companies who capitalize on societal issues to save face, while other companies like Ben & Jerry's have a strong PR strategy people can believe. Take a listen. Welcome back to On The Mic with Dr. H, the global mentor coach, and you're listening to Business Basics. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow your business. Listen, over the past few weeks, we've seen businesses speak out in support of Black Lives Matter and police brutality. While I understand it's not the best approach for everyone, and here's why. Let's start with the NFL. We all know the history between Colin Kaepernick and the NFL. When he peacefully protested police brutality, it was an issue and they effectively kept this man from being drafted. His peaceful protest was even at, was at the urge of a vet. It was a vet who told him the proper way, you know, to protest. So he followed that advice. Fast forward to the murder of George Floyd, one of many victims of police brutality caught on camera. Not even going to get into the ones who that are not caught on camera, but one of many victims of people, black people, um, who have been just brutalized at the hands of police caught on camera. Now the NFL wants to make a statement against it and express solidarity for black lives. This is interesting because Jerry Jones, who's the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, actually threatened to bench players if they kneeled, if they actually chose to protest. Yet the Cowboys say they're having conversations about social justice, attesting that they've been having them for two years. How? How can you have conversations about social justice if your owner is threatening to bench players for protesting the very thing you're saying you're having conversations about? Then there's Drew Brees and his initial statement and immediate backpedal where, uh, you know, his PR team, I suppose it was his PR team, used a $12 stock photo to apologize. And let's be clear, it really was not an apology. So the list with the NFL goes on and on. You know, um, this thing is even trickled into NCAA. There was an issue with FSU and their new uh, football, their head coach and the players. And one of the players put him on blast because he said that he spoke to everybody on the team and sending one mass text message and responding to players you choose to respond to is not having a conversation. But they quickly resolved that. I'm in a craft group and some of the women are upset that they haven't heard from Joanne's or Michael's. And to be honest, my thoughts are really simple on this. Be happy, be happy that they're exposing themselves and take your money somewhere else. It really is that simple. 
As a business owner, you need to pick a side of this fight because it is not going to go away quietly. This isn't one of those things that's going to go away quietly into that good night because it's not. We, we've hit the tipping point. It's there, we're, we're there. And your decision will cost you one way or another. One way or another. I, I had a mentoring session last week and my mentor said, it's already costing me, so I need to speak up because I don't agree. And if it's gonna cost me, I'm go- it's gonna cost me because I stand up for what I believe in. In the, raw, in the long run, as a business owner, you have to think about what history will say about your business's position on the matter. What will your customers say? There are massive lists uh, of companies circulating the internet, exposing companies that have supported white supremacist groups or the oppression of minorities. There are videos of people who are making racist statements and gestures that are costing them their jobs and careers. And as a business owner, it's your responsibility to ensure your employees are a reflection of your business and your brand. Recently, if you don't know about this, there are two Christian schools have disciplined um, students because of racist behavior. One student was actually on her way to a Christian college in Arizona, and the school not only pulled her scholarship, but also her admission. And there are several other examples of companies that are drawing the line in the sand. And, And this is not something new. You know, we saw way back a few years ago when the lawyer... Uh, in New York, that New York, that New York attorney, you know, went on a racist rant on a Hispanic woman in a bodega, I believe, or a coffee shop. And then he backpedaled and said, it's not me. I'm not racist. I'm not this. I'm not that. I just was having a bad day and whatever. But it cost him partnership in the law, in his law firm. And at one point, I believe they were the state of New York was looking at disbarring him. It really is. It's, it's that serious because you've got people, people's lives are in your hands. You know, we are seeing school teachers and and nurses making these statements. And 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 then we wonder why. We see statistically how oppressive the system is because you have white supremacists you have racism that exists in little places so let's shift to who's doing it right Ben and Jerry Ben and Jerry's basically threw a whole bomb at everybody and set the model for how to support the end of police brutality and support black lives. If you want to know how to do it right, get into their statement. This is how Ben and Jerry's responded to the situation. First, they have a graphic that says, and it's simple, but effective and powerful. It says, we must dismantle white supremacy. And white supremacy has cracks and all of this stuff going through it. It's just, wow. Then they say, silence is not, in all caps, an option. 
Here's their letter. Or their statement, whatever you want to say. All of us at Ben and Jerry's are outraged about the murder of another black person by Minneapolis police officers last week and the continued violent response by police against protesters. We have to speak out. We have to stand together with the victims of murder, marginalization, and repression because of their skin color, and with those who seek justice through protests across our country. We have to say his name, George Floyd. George Floyd was a son, a brother, a father, and a friend. The police officer who put his knee on George, no George Floyd's neck and the police officers who stood by and watched didn't just murder George Floyd, they stole him. They stole him from his family and his friends, his church and his community, and from his own future. The murder of George Floyd was the result of, in, of inhumane police brutality that is perpetuated by a culture of white supremacy. What happened to George Floyd was not the result of a bad apple. It was the predictable consequence of a racist and prejudiced system and culture that has treated black bodies as the enemy from the beginning. What happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis is the fruit born of toxic seeds planted on the shores of our country in Jamestown in 1619, when the first enslaved men and women arrived on this continent. Floyd is the latest in a long list of names that stretches back to that time and that shore. Some of those names we know, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Oscar Grant, Eric Garner, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Emmett Till, Martin Luther King Jr. Most we don't. The officers who murdered George Floyd, who stole him from those who loved him, must be brought to justice. At the same time, we must embark on the more complicated work of delivering justice for all the victims of state-sponsored violence and racism. Four years ago, we publicly stated our support for the Black Lives Matter movement. Today, we want to be even more clear about the urgent need to take concrete steps to dismantle white supremacy in all its forms. To do that, we are calling for four things. First, we call upon President Trump, elected officials and political parties to commit our nation to a formal process of healing and reconciliation. Instead of calling for the use of aggressive tactics on protesters, the president must take the first step by, by disavowing white supremacists and nationalist groups that overtly support him. And by not using his Twitter feed to promote and normalize their ideas and agendas, the world is watching America's response. Second, we call upon the Congress to pass H.R. 40, legislation that would create a commission to study the effects of slavery and, discri and discrimination from 1619 to the present and recommend appropriate remedies. We cannot move forward together as a nation until we begin to grapple with the sins of our past. Slavery, Jim Crow, and segregation were systems of legalized and monetized white supremacy for which generations of black and brown people paid an immeasurable price. That cost must be acknowledged and the privilege that accrued to some at the expense of others must be reck reckoned, excuse me, must be reckoned with and redressed. Third, we support Floyd's family and their call to create a national task force that would draft bipartisan legislation aimed at ending racial violence and increasing police accountability. 
We can't continue to fund a criminal justice system that perpetuates mass incarceration while at the same time threatens the lives of a whole segment of the population. And finally, we call on the Department of Justice to reinvigorate its civil rights division as a staunch defender of the rights of black and brown people. The DOJ must also reinstate policies rolled back under the Trump administration, such as consent decrees to curb police abuses. Unless and until white America is willing to collectively acknowledge its privilege, take responsibility for its past and the impact it has on the present, and commit to creating a future steeped in justice, the list of names that George Floyd has been added to will never end. We have to use this moment to accelerate our nation's long journey towards justice and a more perfect union. When I say they get it right, they get it right. If you're looking for a blueprint, again, I say, on how to do it right, take a look at Ben and Jerry's. It's not just about responding in times of crisis. It's a consistent message. It's how you show up every day. Their company values support their statement. And that's why so many people can get behind what Ben and Jerry said, because this is who they are. So let's take a look at their values. Ben and Jerry's operates on a three-part mission that aims to create linked prosperity for everyone that's connected to our business. Suppliers, employees, farmers, franchisees, customers, and neighbors alike. They have whole videos dedicated to this stuff. Their statement of mission says, Ben and Jerry's is founded on and dedicated to a sustainable corporate concept of linked prosperity. Our mission consists of three interrelated parts. Our three part mission guides our decision making. Our economic mission asks us to manage our company for sustainable financial growth. Our social mission compels us to use our company in innovative ways to make the world a better place. Our product mission drives us to make fantastic ice cream for its own sake. Leading with progressive values across our business. Central to the mission of Ben & Jerry's is the belief that all three parts must thrive equally in a manner that commands deep respect for individuals in and outside the company and supports the communities of which they are a part. Issues we care about, racial justice, democracy, support GMO labeling, fair trade, climate justice, LGBT equality, RBGH, get the dough out of politics, peace building, refugees. Come on. They're not just talking about it. It's here and they're and they're transparent about it. And so it's it's again, it's not just what they're saying. So when they talk about their economic mission, this is what they mean. To operate the company on a sustainable financial basis of profitable growth, increasing value for our stakeholders and expanding opportunities for development and career growth for our employees. Their social mission, 
to operate the company in a way that actively recognizes the central role that business plays in society by initiating innovative ways to improve the equality, excuse me, to improve the quality of life locally, nationally, and internationally. Their product mission, to make, distribute, and sell the finest quality ice cream and euphoric concoctions with a continued commitment to incorporating wholesome, natural ingredients and promoting business practices that respect the earth and the environment. They're not just talking the talk. They're walking it. They are, when we say they're about that life, Ben and Jerry's is about that life. You you cannot say, I don't see, I don't think a single person can look at Ben and Jerry's holistically, holistically, and not see a company that's that's really behind what they say they're behind. They have a whole foundation that supports their initiatives. The mission of the Ben and Jerry's Foundation is to engage Ben and Jerry's employees in philanthropy and social change work to give back to their Vermont communities and to support grassroots activism and community organizing for social and environmental justice around the country. It's, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's a culture. This, this has been Ben and Jerry's. This, this is, this has been Ben and Jerry's since 1985. They're not new to this. This is, this is what they, this, this is their principle. This is their, this is foundational. This isn't an act. This isn't a, a political ploy. It's not PR. It's not, it's nothing. They're not fumbling with it because it's who they are. This is their culture. So if you want to know how to do it right, look to Ben and Jerry's as a model, not just in the statement that they put out, the press release, but it's in their values. It's in their culture. It's, it's in the very thread and fiber of who they are and what makes their company so strong. want to learn how to do it right how to build a strong foundation take a look at companies like Ben and Jerry's and it's okay to look at come at look at brands that don't get it right like the NFL what's your company culture saying and when history looks upon your business what will it say what will the history books say about your business at this critical point in the annals of history thanks for listening to on the mic with dr ace the global mentor coach if you like this podcast please make sure you like and share it I really, 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 really appreciate your support. If there are topics you'd like me to cover, or if you need a business coach, you can email me at info at globalmentorcoach.com. Again, that's info at globalmentorcoach.com. 
Thanks for tuning in with me, Dr. Ace, the Global Mentor Coach. Remember to spread lots of love and light. Until next time, have a great day. If you're looking for a blueprint on how to do it right, take a look at Ben & Jerry's. It's not just about responding in times of crisis. It's a consistent message. It's how you show up every day. A theme is emerging this season, and that is the fact that I did not edit my podcast episodes before posting. At the beginning of this episode, you can hear feedback from me beginning the recording. You can also hear where I was clicking between software programs. Make time to listen to your recordings and edit them. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Basics. This season's episodes continue to build on previous seasons to teach some business fundamentals to help you define and strengthen your brand while learning from my podcasting mistakes from day one. Go ahead and like and share this podcast and spread the word about business basics. I sincerely appreciate your support and your listening ear. If there are topics that you'd like me to cover, or if you need a business coach, email me at info at globalmentorcoach.com. Again, thanks for tuning in with me, Dr. Race, the Global Mentor Coach. Remember to spread lots of love and light. Until next time. Thank you.